Ladies and gentlemen, live from Manchester, your hosts Josh Sandy and James Herdman present the final cut. Spirits right, the moon is up, we're here tonight and that's enough. It's the final cut, back for one last time in 2018 with Josh Sandy and James Herdman has finally returned to the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I wish I rehearsed the start of the pods as much as Josh does. Like, I really have no idea what I'm going to say when I come in here. (laughs) I just look up, think of trying to think of, like, lyrics of songs. That's my sort of my thing. <laughs> I quite enjoy doing it. I love so. it. I love it. How did how did last week's go, Josh? I, I want to hear about that. Last week was pretty good, apart from the middle bit when I made a, a very bad mess up. What happened? Tell well, me. <laughs> basically, I was uh, we were doing this. It was absolutely fine. I could hear everything coming through the speakers. <clears throat> was thinking, oh, it's going really well. And then suddenly, my headphones cut out. And I was thinking, <laughs> have we stopped broadcasting or something? And then started saying hello over and over again to the mic to sort of think this is really weird. Oh, did you only notice that on the recording back? No, no, I noticed it when I was sat here. I was we were talking, and then all the music went off and stuff and I couldn't hear anything <laughs> so I think oh it's gone all wrong I said saying hello to see if I could get the headphones to work again put a song on instead to, to work out what was wrong I checked under the desk and I just accidentally unplugged the headphones with my foot you know you know the good thing is if I if I ever have to do this podcast without Josh somehow I will just have no idea what I'm doing I've never even sat around the side where the buttons are no I don't really know why I've <laughs> somehow I've somehow managed to get the sort of authority to sit in this seat you do you 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 run the place like <laughs> I don't know what any of the buttons do I don't know what blue or yellow means or the headphones or any of it really. (laughs) So what have you been watching this week, James? Ooh, not this week, but last week. I did see a very little interesting film. So you know the Palm Door, the the Cannes film? Uh, You you might have heard of it. It's a a big little prize they give out. Mm -hmm. Well, this actually goes a little... I think the one that won this year was Black Clownsman, wasn't it? I'm not sure because I, I heard this one won the palm dog, right. but it could have been last year's. Yeah. But basically, there's this app. Have you heard of Mubi? Uh, no. Well, it's kind of a. I'll tell you, I'll give you a bit of backstory. It's kind of like a video streaming app, a, well, a film streaming app. Yeah. And what they do, they pick out. I think 30 hand-picked oh, yes, films. yes, I have heard of that. Yeah. Because I, I think I looked it up <clears throat> once to see what it was, and I kept getting adverts for it on YouTube. Yeah, it's very interesting. So you get yeah. 30 hand-picked films, and I think each one is on for exactly 30 days. Yeah. So over Halloween period, obviously, they have all the Halloween classics on, and they show for 30 days, and literally at midnight, one film will disappear and one film will appear, yeah. which is c- kind of cool. And a f- couple of my mates had this app, and this app also allows you to get... It's either free or, like, £2 tickets to see films at home cinema, because they have a bit of a partnership going yeah. on. Like we should, we should, we should have a partnership. With them. Yeah, <laughs> we should actually email them about that at some point. Yeah, one day if, we'll... we, if we get this back again next year, I I will actually email. You know, them they have their own podcast. Yeah, I've heard <laughs> that. the Home yeah. Cinema podcast. Yeah, no, we should get in touch. With oh, them, how interesting! How interesting! But yeah, basically, the past few weeks, I think we've been trying to go to some of these movie film showings, and the one that was showing this time was a Japanese film called shoplifters yes and just to clarify my previous statements to make it more correct <laughs> uh shoplifters won the palm door yeah and i was thinking of the second biggest prize is called the grand prix mm. and that was won by black Clansman. yeah so shoplifters palm door winner and i remember we kind of we kind of get into the cinema and obviously we're the we're the youngest people there there is there is no one under the age of like 30 or 40 even <laughs> and we kind of sat there and uh, and max just goes to me he says I don't think a lot's going to happen in this film. No. You know, when you're watching a film, you're like, nothing's really going to happen, but there's going to be a lot of character development. It's going to be really interesting. Yeah. And it was actually pretty cool. Like, I, I love foreign films. Yeah. And I always think, like, when you watch the subtitles, like, you, you kind of forget they're even there. You're just kind of completely into it. And you, you're not even reading. You're just taking in taking in the dialogue. And it was a really, really little sweet film. It was kind of a... It wasn't really a coming-of-age film, but it was like... 
I can't really give away the plot too much, but it was... There were a few children and a few, let's call them parents, and it did show a lot of relationships between the parents and the kids, and a lot about the hardships in... I think it's set in Japan currently, and obviously there was a bit of shoplifting, and the shoplifting was pretty <laughs> cool. <laughs> you would expect that from a film called Shoplifting. Yes, called yeah, Shoplifters. It does kind of give it away, but it was it was a pretty sort of what, pretty awesome film. Yeah, is that sort of what the film is about? Shoplifting, or is it just a name? Yeah, well, it is about this father and son that start off. The first scene is literally them shoplifting. Yeah, but it's just like they're just stealing like ramen and things. Yeah, <laughs> nothing too crazy, and it's kind of a sweet like getting by in life sort of thing like the simple struggles and the, the whole family lives together in a little a little um basically like a one bedroom flat and they all live in the in in the coves of the walls and it's a it's a, it's it a sweet japan, little thing yeah yeah it's yeah. it's set in japan i'm not sure which city exactly no. but the, the weird thing i was thinking was like i love anime but all the anime i watch is always english dubbed it's never. Uh, I never watch it with subtitles mm. because I don't think I'm a big fan of the Japanese language with subtitles. But I actually quite liked it in this. Yeah. Like when I watch foreign films, I love Italian. I love French. I, I don't even mind German. But for some reason, if you ever watch Japanese anime without those with subtitles, it just feels like they're shouting a lot. No, I've never really watched that many um, proper um, subtitled films, like proper foreign films. Really? The one I watched at home, I reviewed for the Mancunian. That one, uh, this magnificent cake. That was. Oh Belgium. yeah, I actually looked that up. That looks yeah. really strange. It was so weird. I need. A, I need to give that a watch it's like the weird little people type like that's the thing it, 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 it's that's, so so because i stayed odd. afterwards for QA and a with the director and people listening have no idea what we're talking about but you can look it up it's quite was he a weird looking bloke no but the thing he was saying was like obviously in the film the um characters they're sort of obviously little puppets that are needle felt mm. and they sort of in the film they look like they're probably about the size of an iphone probably they were massive <clears throat> really? like a foot and a half tall <laughs> That's so strange. Yeah, they're like they were like because obviously the that must like, have mean meant the well the stage that it was it was huge. Yeah, <laughs> it was really interesting actually because sort of it, the film took them I think it was either six or eight years to make because every wow. single thing was handmade. It was like fifty minutes long, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly, it? fifty minutes. And it took them, it's just every single bit part. Of Wait, the did set you say six ha- years? Yeah, crew members would have died in that time. Yeah, people can't like six years. Yeah. <laughs> because it was just every single part of the set and everything had been hand designed and handmade by them themselves. That's absurd. It is pretty. It's a, Did I it think, look like it was worth it in the end? Oh yeah, like it was. It was a beautiful film. It was one of the most beautiful animations I've ever seen. I have heard you haven't yet seen Suspiria, Joe. I still haven't seen Suspiria. That is ridiculous. Numerous reasons. <laughs> I what well, I nearly did. Give me your excuses. List them off. Well, the first one is I made a big mistake. I didn't realise that I was going to go to home to watch it, and I didn't realise that for home, if you're going to, you know, you can get a, if a student, you can get a five pound advance ticket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realise you had to get them over an hour before it starts. No, I've had them like ten minutes before. All right, hundred percent. But they do run out. That's the thing. But can you not get? Can you get them not online? You can get them. I, I get the student ones there at the desk, but oh, right. it's, they have a they have a limited number. Oh right. So if they still have some, you can get them uh, up until oh, right I, before. I assumed advanced. You'd have to buy them online. No, no, they just they just online. have a set number. And something like Suspiria, I can't imagine. Well, when we went, it wasn't the youngest crowd. So yeah. I imagine like they, 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 you can you can get you can will, get them there. I will I will catch it. It's doable. Do you something. know anyone that's seen it? Have I you don't heard, know. Have you heard any reviews? Oh, I haven't I either. Someone, I've had a few friends almost see it, but I feel like someone did review it for the Mancunian, but I purposely didn't read it just because yeah, I didn't want to be yeah. influenced. Because I really dislike that's the one thing, especially doing this and writing reviews for other stuff. I now physically can't 
read reviews. Yeah, are they all. I've been thinking with the with the Manchester Media Group, are they all like interconnected? Yes. Like Fuse FM, Fuse TV, and the Mancunian. Yeah. And you do FM and, and Mancunian. Mancunian. Yeah. Do you know anyone that does Fuse TV? I don't know. I know someone. Have you seen that thing they did? They've been advertising a bit on the Fanfield Student Group. Is it the cooking show? No, it's Slurred Lines. The what, debate ones. Oh, oh, like no, two, no, I haven't. They get like two groups of people to debate. And oh, and they people. get a bit, they have a few drinks. Yeah. So, or, big news, I'm drinking soon. Oh, yeah, on Monday. That is awesome. That's, I have almost finished my 100 days of complete sobriety. And that's why we're not going to be here next Saturday. Yes, because I'll still be, be drunk. Because James is going to be a dick <laughs> the way. That is ridiculous. Like, it's, we're 97 days in tomorrow. Yeah. Let's call it a health kick. Yeah. And I haven't drank or smoked, smoked in all that time, Very which impressive. is just ridiculous. I probably pain. shouldn't go back to smoke. Vaping? Uh, no, haven't. Well, I've tried a few vapes, but like, it's, I'm not. I'm not that sort of guy, really. No. As I was saying, yeah, the only connection I really have to Fuse TV is that the fact that they have um, the third lines thing. The first one was meat eaters and vegans, and oh, someone awful the person who was on it was someone I lived with last year. Oh, did, did you did you watch it? Uh, no, I didn't bother. Oh, right, oh, right. I wasn't that because like bothered by it. I always think the people that are gonna do a show like that are literally the people you don't want to do a yeah, show exactly. like that. It's one of those <laughs> Anyone who volunteers to debate vegans are not the people you want to hear debating vegans. Well, no, I just think it's sort of. I guess it's more of a. I think it's a good idea in theory, but I think when you get drunk people together, it just. From, I didn't really list. I my flatmates watched it. And I was in the kitchen doing mm. something. And I could sort of hear excerpts of it. And it was just them shouting at each other. Yeah, obviously. It wasn't it's just going to be like, absolute nonsense. Which isn't something I'd want to watch. I think if you're going to do it, you could do it in a better way than that. Yeah, I remember when I when I was up in, yeah, the Edinburgh Fringe, there was a sort of thing like that. It was, it was a, I think I think there was a swear word in it. But basically it was, it was a Shakespeare play where they get one of the crew, cast members really drunk. Well, not really drunk, but, like, fairly drunk. Yeah. And they kind of just do the whole play. I can't even remember what the play was. Let's say it was Macbeth. I don't think it was Macbeth. Right. And it was a kind of cool idea, but obviously the audience members found it way funnier than it actually was. <laughs> like, it was literally just one of the members. They'd hand a drink to now and then, and they'd have a few drinks, and they'd put on some funny accents. And it was fine and everything, but I imagine it's kind of like that. It's just a bit, like, over-the-top sort yeah, of drunkenness. Yeah, it, it sort of descended into, from what I heard and saw, it just descended, descended into, into something that wasn't really particularly enamoured by something I've been doing this week, which is slightly odd. Yesterday, or last last night, sorry, I went to <coughs> go to watch um, a festive showing of Die Hard. Oh, the old the old meme that comes around every year. Is it a Christmas film? Is, is it, it a not? Christmas film? BBC Three shared that today. Yeah, we'll get on to that later, <laughs> if you want to. But um, yeah, what's that? Yeah, so I went to, it was in Victoria Baths, which for anyone who doesn't know where that is, who doesn't know Manchester, it is... Even I don't know where that is. It's uh, near the MRI hospital. Oh, right. is, oh right. on, If you go down Oxford Road to where Poundland is, if you get to where the hospital is and turn left... When you say MRI, you make it sound like it's just full of MRI that's scans. That's what I first thought. It was I Manchester was, Royal Infirmary, yeah, isn't it? I was here. I was a student here for an embarrassingly <coughs> long period of time before I realised <laughs> that it stood for Manchester Royal Infirmary, not just MRI hospital, because they have lots of them. But yeah, if you go where to Poundland is, then turn left down that road, you carry on to the... You go get to the other road, which is the one the factory's on, and then you carry oh, on over right, there. Oh, right. I know what you mean. But yeah. Ooh, yeah, factory it, got shut down, didn't it? Yeah, no, we should talk, maybe let's not talk about that. Talk <laughs> yeah, about too that. much violence for yeah. this podcast. Bounces. Yeah, let's back talk. to Die Hard, back to but Die yeah, Hard. So I was at Victoria Baths watching it, and it's sort of, for anyone who doesn't know what that is, it's sort of a, um, it's sort of a Victorian uh, attempt at a Turkish bathhouse. It Weird. was very strange. And I was sort of walking around thinking, this is a place, because I've never been there before, but I thought, this place looks really familiar from somewhere. Looked <laughs> it up, they filmed series two of Peaky Blinders there. Really? Yeah, and I recognised it from the TV show. That's kind of cool. It's really weird. Fair. It's like in the series two, one of the bits they filmed there is they filmed the horse auction. 
Oh yeah, they, yeah, I actually know yeah, that. Yeah, they filmed the sw- filled the swimming pool. Is that where he meets uh, meets that girl? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. they filled filled the um, bottom of the swimming pool all with sawdust and then put ah. horses. In. Why did they pick there? I always wonder why film directors pick these specific spots. I guess because it's pretty much empty most of the time. Like. A while back, my my friend Jacob was watching a film on like you know you know when you can get on like Sky Cinema and you can just they just have a list of absolute yeah. garbage films that they've bought like really just terrible horror films stuff you've never heard of and he was watching a film and he just stopped and went wait a minute that's my friend Alex's house <laughs> and then we got in touch with Alex and I remember Alex was telling us ages ago there was a horror film filmed in his house inside his actual literally house. inside his house it's not like he lives in like a big mansion or anything he literally lives in the middle of a few terraces yeah and they shot this whole horror film in that and the horror film's obviously terrible <laughs> but i don't know why they pick these random places i guess it's anywhere they can get <clears throat> sort of any empty places they can get the licensed dirt in yeah, but it wasn't even empty i think they had oh. to move out at the time oh, so i imagine that because victoria bath especially because they are trying to refurbish it back into proper mm. um roman not roman uh, turkish, turkish bath again. what is the difference between turkish I have and absolutely roman no bath. idea I obviously don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it, I think they're trying to refurbish it back into actual Turkish baths and proper swimming pool again. So that would be pretty cool. The money. But yeah, I saw it there last night. Uh, it was so cold. Was it? Honestly, <laughs> did, you, did you wrap up? I did, but even then it was obscenely cold. Like If you if you discount wind chill, we may as well have been sat outside. <clears throat> that is ridiculous. It was, like By the end of it, I couldn't feel my extremities. To be fair, I've noticed a few shops recently where you go you go in and the, they've got the... It's those those glass doors that just don't shut properly. Yeah. Like, I was getting some noodles beforehand and the door just didn't shut. It was just ridiculous. <laughs> You're just freezing. <laughs> I actually made quite a poor choice in, in wares today. I, I thought I could go for a long-sleeve shirt and a hoodie, thinking that would be warm. It's just not, that, not as warm as I hope. I'm sat here in a Christmas jumper and a yeah, ski you, jacket. God, you do have some layers going on, don't yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I wear that jacket. I wear that coat everywhere. It was a ski jacket, and I think got from Mountain Warehouse on the off ski season. And it wow! Was really you ever, you ever been skiing? Nope. <laughs> Never been skiing. Just got the jacket. Would you like to? Uh, prob- I'm not very coordinated. I think I'd probably <laughs> break my leg or ha- sustain a serious head injury. Yeah, you're not the type to cycle to uni every day. Oh, are no, you? I wouldn't do that. <laughs> it terrifies me. Absolutely, would not do that. Is there anything you're looking forward to in the new year then, film see, wise? I, I'm glad you brought that up. Because before we came, I went on the Wikipedia article for 2019 films. And I thought, there were some films I looked at that I thought were quite interesting. And there were some other ones that I can't believe they're making. Just a side point, I heard they're making more than just a live-action Lion King. They're actually making two other live-action, something like a live-action, it might be a Dumbo. Yeah, Dumbo, that is, I think it's April next year. That's got Danny DeVito and Colin Farrell in it. For some reason, Colin Farrell has one arm in it. (laughs) <laughs> what? Because I, I, I don't remember if I've seen the original Dumbo, but I, it's quite an old cartoon. The person the original original one Dumbo. arm. I don't remember. But it hasn't aged well, has it? The whole um, the crows thing. No, no. It's very racist. <clears throat> yeah, as with a lot of Disney things, to my memory. Yeah, no, yeah. No, they haven't really done very well. Especially <laughs> um, also the Jungle Book as well. They've remade. That's horribly racist. Yeah, strange, strange. The King Louie, isn't haven't it? Haven't they remade the Jungle Book twice? No, the new one is Andy Serkis uh, directing it. It's done nothing to do with Disney. Uh, it's presumably Rudyard Kipling's thing. Copyright ran out. Uh, so right. anyone can do what they like. The new one's called um, Mowgli Mo- Adventures. Yeah, I did, is it on Netflix? It is. It came out yesterday. Yeah, I, I just saw it advertised. I am watching it at some point because <coughs> I'm reviewing it for the Mancuni at some point. Oh. I have the whole Christmas to do it, so I will, <laughs> I will be doing it at some point. I will be watching it. and I will. How, how it high do you prioritise your reviews over your uni work? Is it always way below? I like it. It's, a, it's not a good break. <clears throat> yeah, it's, I imagine not, it's nice. Also, I only write 500 words per thing, so they don't take me a great deal of time. Yeah. 
like, like <clears throat> once I've watched a film, I try and make uh, what I did. Like my process of doing it, if anyone's really interested in that, <laughs> is I watch a film and then I will on the on the gem, actually normally on the bus on the way back, I'll get my phone out and then type like notes of the stuff I thought about the film. My goodness, my phone has got to the point now. I've got to, I've got to show you this. It's got to the point now where well, it's not even on now. But you kind of turn it on and. Nothing comes up. The only like you know when you double click and you get up your open tabs. Yeah, that's the only way you can access anything. That is if your open right. tabs are open, and if they're not open, you've got to, It's just a blank screen. You've just got to guess where icons are. And just click. I need a new phone. Why don't you just get a new phone. Oh, I'm getting around to it. I'm just so stubborn with phones. <laughs> like I only have this one because I got contract. No, God, God, no. I I only have this one because like about a year or two ago, I lost my Samsung. Yeah. I say lost, it got destroyed in a fire, or let's say a, a fire. fire. Not a fire, but something bad happened to it. What happened to it? I can't, can't talk about that on the podcast. But <laughs> I lost my phone in, in bad circumstances, and <clears throat> like I just kind of decided I wasn't going to have a phone for yeah. maybe like two weeks past. I was like, I don't need a phone, this is fine. Then people just couldn't contact me, so they forced me to have a phone, and this is my housemate's old phone. Right. Which it was a piece, it, it was in pretty good condition when he gave it me, but it still didn't work too well, and now it really doesn't work. Have you dropped it and stuff? Oh, it's destroyed. I've just ruined yeah. it. <laughs> but you were saying about yes. the new the new upcoming films. So Dumbo is coming out, and <clears throat> so is Aladdin's Guy Ritchie. Oh, yeah. Have you heard who the, um, the genie is? Obviously, taking over from no, no, uh, Robin Williams' iconic role <laughs> is um, Will Smith. Will Smith. What, what are your thoughts on Will Smith? I haven't seen... Actually, no, to be fair, as much as the film is absolutely god-awful, he is probably the best thing in, in Suicide Squad. Squad. Yeah. He really does put in a, he he is quite a shift cool, in that film. Yeah. He's not bad, because I do know some people that really dislike Will Smith's stuff. Just, really? they just, I know people that have that view that Will Smith is just a generally just subpar actor in everything. I think, I think he, he did <clears> earn <throat> his stripes, though, back in like the 90s. He did some pretty decent films. What did he do? I'm just looking him up now to try and make sure we don't miss anything from his sort of filmography. I haven't seen... Um, is it The Pursuit of Happiness he does? Yeah, I think that's and Happiness is good. spelt wrong, intentionally. Yeah. Uh, he's an I Am Legend. Have you seen that? No, I haven't seen I Am Legend no. either. I've watched Focus. He's quite good in that. Focus? Oh, it's him is and that with Robin. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, is that that's really good. Con, con Men? Yeah. Yeah, I've, yeah I haven't seen really it, but it, it does it does. Yeah, I enjoy that right. one. So yeah, I think he's pretty... <clears throat> there's nothing I particularly dislike about him. I think he's He's been, not exactly an award winner, is he? No, he's been in some definitely some bad films over the years. What was that one he was in with his son a while back? After, oh, After Earth? Earth. Yeah, yeah that, that, was, looked, that looked truly terrible. In that, and because you said that, it's time for our favourite segment of the podcast. It's let's bring up Scientology because <laughs> apparently that film's got some kind of. Has it really? I don't know. I read how, it somewhere. How strange! I, I can't imagine anyone saw that film. Is it M Night Sh- Shyamalan? Yes, I think so. Yeah, he's got a new one coming Glass. out. Glass. Yes. Now, have you seen the two previous films in the trilogy? To Glass, I did look them up the other day. I, I haven't like either, and ago. they look really cool. Because I've seen the I've seen the trailer <clears throat> pretty much every time I've gone to the cinema recently. Yeah, I've seen the trailer for Glass. I think I should probably watch the other two. Yeah, it goes Unbreakable, which is fellow, f- Yeah, I was gonna say fellow a diehard. Yeah, and then you've got Split. Yeah, that's which James is James Black- McAvoy, and then Glass, which is. Morgan Freeman? No, it's uh, Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson, and yeah, he's in because yeah. um, the pulp, from what I remember, from what I read about it, sort of very briefly, is that uh, so in um, Unbreakable, yeah, the two main characters are Bruce Willis and Samuel, Samuel Jackson. Jackson, yeah, and then obviously you add um, you add James McAvoy. James McAvoy from Split, and then you sort of have Glass. 
Oh, yeah. And it's got the person who is in American Horror Story, who's in all of them. Lady Gaga? No, not her. <laughs> it was in the um, O.J. Simpson thing as well. Oh, right. Oh, 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 Sarah Paulson. Mm. She's been quite a lot of stuff, actually, to be fair. I haven't seen... I haven't really seen American Horror Story, thinking have about it. Have you watched... Uh, it's called American Crime Story. Have you seen the O.J. Simpson one? Yes. Yeah, I, I have. I, I think that was probably one of my favourite things I've seen on TV in a very long time. Yeah, there's some There's some, There's some. some decent stuff flying around yeah. the, the internet TV, as I call it. That's not internet <laughs> TV. That was on... Was it FX? Yeah, it was FX. Was it? Was it? Yeah. Oh, right, yeah, right. I only saw it online. Yeah, I'm quite a big fan of FX. They do It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia as well, which is perhaps underrated, I think. Always Sunny? I don't think it's underrated. I just think it's underwatched. Yeah, maybe. <clears throat> like, Always Sunny is just unimaginably funny. It is really it, good. It's like it's like that peep show and a few other things but that just, if you haven't seen it, I don't think you really get the humour, but Always Sunny is ridiculous. I've watched, and it's so dark as well. <laughs> I've watched, have you seen any of the new series? We've talked about that very briefly. No, no, I don't think I have. not seen the new series? No. no. They've divided quite a lot of people, I think. Has it? Because apparently they did quite a lot of, lot of I've watched it, they did quite a lot of like, social justice stuff, and I think they handled it quite in a funny way, but some yeah, people right. were, I don't know. I was, I'm in a, some kind of, um, uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, memes page on Facebook <laughs> I don't really go on, and that is just, it's just it, people complaining. Because always sunny, I think, if you watch just like some standalone episodes, you really will come away thinking, oh, that was dark, that yeah. was really unnecessary. Like, what's the one where... Um, oh, I shouldn't give it away for people who haven't it's seen really it. It's really hard but... to talk about this on a podcast as well because some of the episode names we literally couldn't say. Yeah, they're just so offensive. But there's there's the one where the sh- it's the, there's some stripper and it ends up being the girl in the audience's dad. Oh, and yeah, it's no, just that one's really, so really dark. Funny, it's so unimaginably good. I once wrote an article for the popular online website <laughs> that I don't like to mention. That was the ten <laughs> top ten darkest moments from It's Always Sunny Philadelphia. Oh, that's it's a really bad popular one. as well. That got a lot of. I think that was like nearly a hundred thousand views. A hundred thousand. You must have been raking in the cheese. Josh. My best one I've ever done. <laughs> sort of. We don't really need to talk about this, but just the best one I've ever done is I did a. It's sort of a Buzzfeed level. I, I feel bad for doing it, but I don't because it was a, the, what happened as a result of it was amazing. But I did an It's Always Sunny Philadelphia quiz. Oh wow, that is Buzzfeed level. It got like I think got a quarter of a million hits. Oh, that must feel awesome. That's so many people. Like, I thought about it in terms of... Because I did it just before I started uni again. And I was sort of trying to think of a way to sort of think about it in terms of Manchester. And I realised that like the capacity of Old Trafford is about 75,000. So it's like oh, I can right. fill that three times. Oh, that, I, that must it, feel good. Really I've never weird. really produced much content. Like no. This is the first bit of any sort of content I've made no. ever. Do, do you know how many views we ever get on this? I don't, it's pretty much impossible to find out. I can, see how many really? listens, I can see how many listens the podcast gets. It's generally about 30 or 40, I think, per episode. Live or...? No, no, that's per, so that's if you combine Spotify... Um, Apple Podcasts, all that stuff. Yeah, the waves you, you can't see how many people listen to it right now when we're broadcasting live. You can't. No, I don't think so. Really? Because I remember seeing someone post on the uh, on the page for yeah. Fuse FM, someone being like, "It says zero people are listening," but I'm sure someone's listening. Someone out there, somewhere. something like I, that. I like to always think there's at least one person. But that's what Terry Wogan always used to say about the radio, I think. I'm sure. Oh, is your girlfriend Cla- Claudia? Yes. Yeah, I'm sure she always listens. Essentially. <laughs> um, I think it was it Terry Wogan who said it once. I might be horribly misquoting him here. But it's something like saying the best way to do radio is to just pretend you're talking to one person. Yeah. Well, we're talking to each other, so that's always yeah, pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what are we going to talk about now? Well... Oh, films. We're talk about films from I... 2019. Not even that year. Well, almost that year. But I've been watching recently. I must have brought this up another episode, but I've just watched a load of episodes the other day. But I've been watching The Good Place. 
Have I've you seen heard? a lot of hype about Have it, you heard of The Good Place? I Someone recommended it to me ages ago, and I never bothered watching it. Now, it's Kristen Bell, who I believe is in... Frozen. Yeah, she's in a few things. Yeah. She's actually surprisingly good in it. In fact, everyone is surprisingly good. I yeah. would describe the whole series as surprisingly good. It is literally about people that go to heaven, essentially. All right. But it's called The Good Place. And it's just, like, so funny to start with, and it gets so much better going along, because there's not just The Good Place, there's also The, the bad, bad Place. Funny, yeah. yeah. And it gets quite deep and quite dark, and, you know, you think it's going one way, and it kind of takes a turn, and you recognise a lot of the actors in it, but you're not really sure who they are. But I've just smashed through to, like, somewhere in season two the other night, I must say, I was watching it some ridiculous time, like 3am till 6am, <laughs> just, you know, giving my time away to to the, to Netflix, and oh, it is some funny stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, I should have, to, I will check that out at some point, actually, once yeah. I finish watching it. Um. It hasn't got many, I know, I went on IMDb, and I noticed it hasn't really got a lot of, like, reviews or ratings no. or anything, people really haven't watched it once that I much. Once I finished um, watching Mowgli... The t- Jungle Book <laughs> thing. I will check that one out. So yeah, talk about films next year. So before we go for ones <coughs> we're actually excited for and looking forward to, I had a look at the most ridic- things we don't want. <laughs> yeah, I had a look at the most ridiculous ones I could find. Films going out next year. Uh, let's start with um, capitalising on the success of the Lego Movie. We have Playmobil the movie. Playmobil. But that's just insulting. Playmobil. What What does that word mean? I mean, it's. I mean, Playmobil. It's, you're. A, it's like. Lego, isn't it? But like for even little kids. What the hell is? I have never heard of this stuff. Never heard of what the hell is Playmobil? It's like imagine. Um, it's like it's a bit like Lego, but imagine right. it bigger for like little, ki- smaller children. Right. So they don't swallow it. Probably, yeah. I'd say like a. a or so it's easy. Make it harder. Yeah. Make it no, make it's... make it harder for them to achieve something. <laughs> Teach them young that mm. life is hard. But yeah, like <laughs> it's like probably the size a brick's probably about half the size of my phone. Oh, that's just ridiculous. Lot, like, What's the point? Yeah, so that's just insulting. Um, they're making a live-action Dora the Explorer film. Again, a film terrible. That <laughs> nobody wanted and no one's going to watch. No, actually, I imagine Dora the Explorer has quite a good following that will probably go a out and see A live-action film. Oh, those kids have to get taken to something at the cinema. You can't take them to Suspiria, so... No, true. You've got to take them to something. But yeah, and the other live-action one that just looks bizarre is they're making a Sonic film that's live action. Have you heard about that? No, and that also does sound bizarre, as you said. <laughs> uh, the um, You know, how familiar are you with Sonic lore? You've got Sonic, you've got Tails. Knuckles. Got Knuckles, yeah. The bad guy he's called. Oh, I can't remember that. Um, uh, Dr. Robotnik. All right, carry on. Uh, he is played by Jim Carrey. Hasn't Jim Carrey gone a bit off the rails recently? He, yeah, he's not in a good way. I never, I never watched, was that recent documentary... Oh, um, the Great Beyond. Yeah, we met him. It was him act uh, method acting as Andy Kaufman, the American comedian. How? How? What? I haven't watched it. Why do people come with well, these ideas? Well, no, because he made a film. I think it was in the early two thousand, the late nineties, about where he played a, a, the American comedian Andy Kaufman, and uh. he sort of did a he sort of method acted the whole thing and went a bit. Crazy. Yeah, because it makes me sad. Like when I was a bit younger, one of my favourite films, and still probably is, I think it's my Twitter banner, is Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. That's a really good film, and I love the film, and I think it's just such a beautiful little piece. Yeah. And Jim Carrey, he's just he's amazing in that. And 
He's really gone. He's, I, I can't see him making anything like that yeah, again. I'm trying to think any good. The last good film <coughs> that I saw, Jim Carrey, in. it's like not really any good. I mean, the Grinch. I was terrified of that as a child. Isn't there a new Grinch coming out? Yes, that came out a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it is. I I could be horribly misquoting this, but I believe Tyler the Creator does yeah, the soundtrack. Yeah, he's got one song in the soundtrack. Yeah, my friend Ben has been really nagging me to go see it just yeah. because Tyler does the soundtrack. <laughs> but I don't know why that would be a reason to see something that looks so suboptimal. No. It's, um, <laughs> <laughs> He's voiced by Bandit Cumberbatch, I believe. See, this is adding. This is adding to it. This kind yeah. of makes me want to see the Grinch. <laughs> I, I think it's. I haven't really read anything about it to say it's one thing. I do like actually that that film has particularly struck in me. Is have you noticed that now they've started doing um, lit up uh, adverts on side? Oh of buses. yeah, on the side of buses. That is I pretty s- cool. The first one I saw, I saw a Grinch one about a month ago, and now I see them every day. There are so many. Are they doing them for other films? I've only seen them for the Grinch. No, I've seen a couple ones for Christmas shopping. Yeah, of course. Of oh, course. yeah, this is probably a, a bit of a weird oh, story. Oh, Christmas is just around the corner. I know. We're, we're like a week into December. Yeah. We can talk about Christmas films in a minute, actually. <laughs> but yeah, actually, it's actually, related to Christmas films. It's a weird sort of story that I probably shouldn't be. Don't know why I'm putting this out in the public. But as a child, I was absolutely, <laughs> honestly terrified of Jim Carrey's Grinch. Really? But I remember watching it for the first time. I don't know when it came out, so I don't. I'm probably embarrassing myself by how old I was when I first saw it. But I always remember like the beginning bit where he like, jumps out the dustbin. I remember like just screaming and crying. Oh and wow! Still, and that was probably you were so scared. I mean, that must have been over. What's that? I said, what am I? I'm twenty at the end of the month, so that's got to be a solid almost fifteen years ago. Still haven't watched it. Goodness, I've never bothered watching it since. <laughs> you should give it another shot. Maybe, maybe it'll like rekindle some like hidden PTSD in you. And yeah, just, maybe you just, just lose your mind again. completely. That's how, how I dropped out of uni, that so I went back to the Grinch. After. <laughs> Forced him to watch the Grinch again. You know, speaking of um, live action and kids films, kind of. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that made me think, like, what's the what was the first film you ever saw in a cinema? It was uh, Finding Nemo. Uh, mine was Chicken Run. Is it? Yeah. Does that sort of explain our disparity of age? Maybe. I feel like I was quite young when I saw Chicken Run. Yeah. Like... Like, when did Chicken Run come out? I will have a look. Because that could have been probably 2000. Chicken and... Run was awesome. Yeah. It I was think... such a cool little thing. Look at Arden, actually. There's a new um, uh, Sean the Sheep film coming out next year. I've never seen any the of Sean like... the Sheep, any, any of any of it. I remember watching the cartoons on um, like CBC when I was a kid. Oh, wow. I remember that. That must have been like, ages yeah. ago. But I can't remember what the film's called, but it's got a really weird... Oh, it's called Farmageddon. Which is the only reason now I that saw... now that sounds terrible. That was the only reason I saw paying attention to it because it said like <laughs> Sean the Sheep. I think that's weird. It's Farmageddon, maybe laugh. Uh, yeah, Chicken Run in two thousand. <laughs> so that yeah, that really does goodness. Yeah, yeah, because I would have been like three or four. Yeah, I'm finding we're finding. I think Find Nemo was two thousand three, I believe, or two thousand four. I will oh. quickly. It was two thousand three. So yeah. I so been on, five. on the point of Christmas films, what 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 is your favorite Christmas film? My favorite Christmas film, other than probably Die Hard. <laughs> Is prob- oh, it's got to be Elf. Really? Oh, it's so good. I, it's so I, really, nice. I really like um, Love Actually. Really? Yeah, I think it's such a sweet little thing. I was, I was watching it with my mum last Christmas, I think. Yeah. And, like, she's a big... She, like... Who are, who are the two that's in Bridget Jones's Diary? Um, uh, Rennie Zellweger? No, oh, no, no. no. Oh, Colin... Me, uh, the two pit guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hugh Grant and the other one's Colin, Colin Firth. Firth. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they're, they're both in Love Actually yeah. as well. I think my mum's a big Hugh Grant fan. And she saw it, oh, Hugh Grant, Hugh Grant. <laughs> and we, we watched it together, and it's like, the plot's a bit ridiculous, and everything's a bit stupid in it, but it's kind of sweet, and... You yeah, can, en- you the, can enjoy that's it. Sort of the mark of a good Christmas film is that it makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. So like Elf is a ridiculous film. <laughs> but I re- also, I really like um, Zoe Deschanel as well. 
Oh, she is very good in she, a lot of she, things. She is a beautiful woman. She's just amazing. I mean, I was talking about her acting ability. Yeah, but, but just in, in general as a human, she yeah. is great. She's she's in she's in another one another one of the classic romances. I love uh, Five Hundred Days of Summer. Yes, I was going to say <laughs> a, my brother's favorite film. That's the sort really his yeah. favorite film. Now that's a statement. Films. He is now. I know people that would rip him for that. <laughs> he is just yeah, but the thing that he has a very Wait, your brother must be a big listener. Yeah, I think he listens most. I think he's listening today. But do you course. two sound the same? Uh, yes. We've really? Managed, yeah, no, I've managed to wind people up. But last year, actually, when I moved, obviously, people I lived with last year, I used to, we played a game where I I wound them up by pretending I was on the phone in the kitchen and I was just having a conversation with myself. Wow. And obviously they were outside the room and they couldn't see what I was doing. And they were That's like, ridiculous. Oh, like you're having a chat with your brother. I was like, no, I was just talking to myself. <laughs> yeah, apparently we do sound quite similar. That's amazing. But he doesn't have a beard, I'm guessing. No. That's is that right. why you grew it to yes, differentiate? To differentiate ourselves, you know, yeah. as, as, you're tw- twins, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. As kids, did you, your parents dress you the same? Uh, no, we used to have um, distinctly different colours. So one uh, would be in like red it. and one would like be in blue, that. just so you could tell the difference. I'd like to really go quite far if I ever had twins of proper, like, proper emo kid, proper flowery sunshine kid, <laughs> proper, you, you can't even, you can't even think they're sure related. Can, I'm not sure you can force an emo lifestyle on a child. No, 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 just the dress sense. All right, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Elf. I just really like it. I think the bit, especially the bit in the bit at the beginning, is amazing. The bit in New York. Yeah, it, 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 is, it is good. It's we good. heard that, that you you obviously seen Elf before. Yeah, yeah. It was completely unplanned. It really, was like a hidden camera. <laughs> they just like the bit where he's like eating the gums. Well, I've seen that bit, like not be, but the bit like when he's walking in front of the taxi and like just singing in people's faces or running around in the elevator. That was all like done because that, my my, my memory of Elf is always. If you ever remember, like, round round Christmas time in high school, yeah. or secondary school, whatever you got, and when the teacher just gets bored and is like, let's just put Elf on. Yeah. <laughs> There's a really weird photo of me in year, probably would have been year nine, I think, and I have a, a hairband with a Christmas tree on top, and it's sort of the last photo I have, because basically back in the day, I should have really long hair. Yeah, like I, sort of, I, had, I had pretty long like hair. Almost down to my shoulders. And it's one, the, it's one of the last photos I have of me with long hair, is me in how, a classroom how come you didn't keep looking really it? miserable. Because it just gets, to, honestly, it's it got too hot. <laughs> like even now, I it's actually because I I haven't really done any ages, but I did. I obviously ran a half marathon in October. Oh yeah. Before that, I did quite a lot of running. Josh, the fitness man. Yeah, I haven't run at all since then. I've really, you just stopped two or three times. Well, no, because obviously once you finish after a half marathon, my legs were completely ruined. Did you do some solid stretching after? Not really. Oh, you I should got, have. You say. I just got back and had a pizza. Because there's this fellow, this fellow I watch on YouTube abroad in Japan. He actually kind of reminds me of you. What, Chris Broad? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I've listened to that. He's I've got, listened to that as well, yeah. It, do you listen to the podcast? Yes. But yeah. you don't watch his YouTube videos? No. Well, I've seen a couple of them, because I know the guy who does it with him, Pete Donaldson. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, like, a, he's quite a, like a rough northern fella, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, he's um, on Absolute Radio, and he's got another podcast <laughs> I listen to yeah. a lot called Luke and Pete Show. Because um, Chris Broad, he really does remind me of you, the more oh, I think about it. And he, he, um, he's recently doing a, he's biking across Japan. Yeah. He's he's just riding his bike all the way to Japan. He's kind of meeting loads of YouTubers and loads of broadcasters on the way and doing loads of cool stuff. And Japan just does seem like a crazy place. Yeah. But he said one day he didn't stretch after doing like 20 miles. And obviously he was just in bits. Yeah. <laughs> like if you don't stretch properly after doing those no, sorts I of was, distances, I remember you are I destroyed. I ran it on a Sunday and I remember going to uni on the Monday and I was in Stockford on the third floor and I thought there's a massive queue for the lift and I thought I'll just... You know, it's not. There's no point in me waiting for the lift. I'll just go up the stairs, <laughs> and then it's one flight. And I honestly, like, not even like. Obviously, some people like, oh, I'm cap- it hurts. I don't want to just. But I thought I'll just carry on. I physically couldn't do it. <laughs> I'd like drag myself 
like to the left on the first floor and then get the other way up. Speaking of stairs, do you know where I'm considering to get the lift next time I go? Where? Home cinema. I've never been in the lift there. <laughs> I haven't either, but have you been on the stairs? There are so many stairs to the top floor. Every time I go, it's like the three of us get up the stairs and we're just panting and we're just out of breath dying at the I top. following your fitness kick, you would have found it easier. It's like, to be fair, I have been smashing gym and I haven't been drinking and I've been feeling pretty good, but my cardio is still just in the bin. Yeah. I just don't have that. I don't have that endurance mm. to me at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's the same. Like the reason, yeah, the reason I've got really long hair is just running. It's just got really, like, really hot on the back of my head. And I just thought, you know what, I just can't deal with it. So I used to get haircuts. You know, I, I'm considering. I really need to get a haircut. Actually. I'm considering shaving my head pretty soon. <laughs> Why is that something everyone does at uni? I don't know. I, uni my thing, my friend it? just did it. Like yeah. a few of my friends have done it now, and I'm like, eh. then you'll come to do the podcast. Might and then might might try I it out. Recognize you. Oh no, I'd wear a cap for like. <laughs> Weeks on end. But what's the I point of doing it if you're going to wear a cap? The whole because time? I just want to feel the freedom one day. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see what it's like. I could look as cool as Bruce Willis. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't really have shaved. No, he has quite long hair in Die Hard. Then he goes long bald. hair. He's balding then. Well, compared, no, he's not balding. He's got fairly sort of. He's got a fair <laughs> Like he's not completely bald like in like the other oh, most recent one. Have you watched that? The most recent Die Hard. What a good number is Die it? Hard. No, it's goodness, got no. GI Courtney in as well who is not very good at anything. Um, <laughs> I have a friend whose favourite genre, genre is action films, yeah. specifically 80s action films. Yeah. So his idea of just the most amazing thing is another Die Hard. He loves it, but I just don't, I don't see the, the no, enjoyment the, the, there. The most recent one is absolutely awful. <laughs> it's honestly terrible. <laughs> I can't remember. I watched it when it first came out in the cinema ages ago, and it was one of the last films I watched before my big cinema hiatus. Ooh. Have I mentioned that on the podcast? Your big cinema hiatus? Have I never mentioned that to you before? Let's go through this. I, this sounds um, weird and cult-like. I never went to the cinema at all for probably a solid five five or six years. I almost swore then, but what? Why? <laughs> I don't know. I remember watching like a succession of not very good things. And obviously because I'm from Cornwall... That oh yeah, the lack really of the lack of well. cinema showings as well. And it would have been like it's like it's like probably seven or eight quid to see a film, and I was just like I bothered. And I think the last what, film what I, years with I think the last film I remember watching was uh, Muppets Most Wanted. So whenever that came, oh out, that does sound terrible. But I, right. I only went to see it because I had a friend at school who used to who grew up watching all the Muppets films. Sounds weird. Like he was that. Like, like, <laughs> when he was like a proper young kid, like four or five, like loved Muppets. Brought up on the Muppets. And then the, the film came out, and we thought, oh, we should go and. He was like, oh, I want to go and see it. And then we'll go. We went with him. He's got Ricky Gervais in, who is probably. He hasn't read really, Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais. The comedian. Yes. Office. Yes. Oh, what really am I talking famous. about? I follow him on Twitter. I was reading up about him just the other day. He's got a new tour coming out. Yeah. Yeah. So fa- oh, and he said something mean about the Oscars, but wants to do them. Yeah. The thing I sort of find out Ricky, Ricky Gervais. He's been in very few good films he's amazing tv series but very few good films he's just i just i always he has quite a good podcast doesn't he yeah he used to back in the day with yeah carl, that's how he sort of became sort of um, well known yeah it's him carl pilkington and Stephen merchant yeah because yeah. i i always heard about that podcast i've never really listened I to think it, it was a radio show so i think it used to be on people did people talk like true geordie talks about it as the podcast well that's like, it, sort of it was one ricky of the... gervais and joe rogan were like the podcast well, back in the day yeah i think the ricky gervais one really launched podcasting wow it was one of the first ones that meant like properly mainstream made people but it's kind of just the clips i've seen is just Carl Pilkington saying something and Steve Merchant and Ricky Gervais going <laughs> well, <I> think, <laughs> chuckling a lot. I think the whole thing now is that sort of people know who Stephen Merchant, uh, not Stephen Merchant, um, Carl Pilkington is. 
Yeah. So back in the day, it would have been like he was because originally it was the original lineup was just Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant, and Carl Pilkington was their uh, sound engineer or the producer of the show. Uh, and he used to say such funny things. He does look like a sound engineer. No, I think he was the producer actually. Not oh, sound right. engineer. But I think they yeah they the brought, producer. How did he get into producing? And they sort of brought they sort of heard what he said and thought it was quite funny. Then brought him on and it became a whole thing. And they did it for years. Uh, the Muppets Most Wanted came out in 2014. When do you and I went back to the goodness. cinema at the beginning of this year to watch uh, The Shape of Water. So well, I, that was the first film you'd seen in like five... So it was, so it was four years. Four I, years. So I had a four-year hiatus from the cinema. Well, and then you got way back into the... And now I've been probably... Since I came back in September, I've probably been at least once a week. Yeah, yeah. See something. Well, I think once a week's a good thing to aim for. I should probably aim for more like twice a week. But I, I know some <laughs> people that just never go to the cinema. Like, I, I might have said this before, but I was talking to a girl... In, I definitely said this because it was in Durham, and yeah. we would we were recommending some film to her, and she was like, "Oh, is there a book? I'll read the book." I was like, "What do you mean you'll read the book? I'm recommending the film. Yeah. <laughs> Can you not tell what I'm doing here?" <laughs> oh right, I thought you see so people who don't want to watch films at all. Yeah, I, I know people that just literally don't want to watch films. They just I think the they don't th- interest them somehow. I think the thing with that is sort of the time it takes as well. Like you have to devote your but- attention to. But what what are people doing with their time? <laughs> other stuff. I think one of the people do nothing with their time all the time. <laughs> it's one of the reasons I like the one of the reasons why I do like going to the cinema is because I'm like if I'm watching something at home, I'm really bad for going on my phone. Yeah, I do. I, I do that really quite hard. a bit. Like that's why I'm not really looking forward to having to do the um, Mowgli thing. <laughs> it means I'll have to actually watch it critically as opposed to just. Sometimes I'm it. so bad. I've I've been watching something quite good on the TV, and mm-hmm. then I've got a YouTube video going on my phone. I'm like, Ooh, I've never done anything that bad. That's quite cool. I've done it before, where I sort of have the TV on in the background just for background noise, but I've never like actually put a YouTube video <laughs> on while at least attempting to watch something. <laughs> But yeah, I think it's more to talk to uh, films we are actually looking forward to next year. Are there any particular highlights you're looking there is, to? There is nothing that's jumped out at me yet. I, I should really read into it more, but I imagine you've got a I long list. I have a hefty list. <laughs> um, one thing that I'm very excited for is Vice. Vice? It is the um, Adam McKay who did The Big Short. It's his latest Oh yeah, film. I think he we... Also did, like, Step I heard he was, Yeah, and it is the one... If you see, obviously, the, the paparazzi picks that were... Um, of uh, the guy from Batman, Christian Bale, yeah. when he put on all that weight, yeah. he played Dick Cheney. It's that film. Ah, that should be pretty good. Yeah, I think it's anno- annoyed me because I saw the trailer for it in, at home and it said on it, uh, released 25th of December. So I just thought oh, I'll be able to see that over Christmas. That's not true. It comes out in America then. You oh, can't see it here. That's so annoying. I don't. And it, have you ever read into the reasoning behind all these different release times think, and dates? And I just... think the reason for this one, if I had to guess... I assume it's because of the Oscars. Yeah. So because if, if you put it's it, always due to that. If you put it on the 25th of December, you can get into the 2018 Oscars. Whereas if you release it on the 2nd of February, you'll have to wait till 2019 Oscars. That's why I always find it weird about Oscars, just in general. And generally, awards like, do they really do that much for a film? Um, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> not really. Is there really that much fuss? Like, I know people that I remember there was a girl in high school. That she said something along the lines of, "Oh, how good does a film have to be to win an Oscar?" That's like really not that good. You can you can get an Oscar just on a one performance, and just most people just know so little about the whole award ceremonies. No, I think she and that's the Oscars. That's the biggest one. To bring it up to sort of Shape of Water, that was really good. I really yeah, that, that did kill it. That was that really did kill really it. good. But some other films, sort of the one I've n- I haven't been that particularly enamoured by. Yeah, no, I think. I'm looking for. I think this might this year might be the first year I ever actually watched it because I've never watched it before. What the Oscars? 
never actually bothered. I always watch it. it. This might be the first year I bet on it. All oh, right, <laughs> because how yeah. hard is it to pick all the Oscar winners? Probably more difficult than you would think. <laughs> but yeah, we will before if we do actually. We should probably actually talk about this right now, just before we forgot to forget to bring it in. This is our last show of the year, and after this, it's up to the powers that be whether or not they want <laughs> us to come back in. Uh, sort of February. To yeah, that was a this. that was a weird little mistake I made the other day. I found last year's semester two schedule, yeah. and I thought we were on at nine a.m. Yeah, but clearly it was the other final cut. But yeah, so um, you may hear our voices again, or you may never. But if we do get the chance to come back next year, we will do a whole one before the Oscars talking about what we. Oh, that'll be exciting! And I'll, I'll tell you my exact bet slip yeah. that I've put on and how much money I'll but win. But you won't endorse betting, though. Oh, obviously not, obviously not. It'll be it'll be like one of those free first-time offer bets. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, other stuff coming up next year that I'm sort of looking forward to. Um, uh, Quentin Tarantino's Once More Time in Hollywood. Oh, that'd be great. That's going to be really good, isn't it? <laughs> Charles Manson. To be fair, what was, it, what was the last um, Tarantino film Hate to Flight. come out? Yeah, Hateful Eight wasn't that good when I saw it. I haven't it. seen it. It was actually really slow, yeah, and I remember my friends going into it. I think their words were, I thought it'd be like Django... But it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, it just really wasn't that. It was it, like it would. Don't get me wrong. It was fine. It was a nice little piece of filmmaking. But it was just so slow. <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard. Slow that's, is definitely the word. It's one of the things I dislike the most about films. Sort of really slow films that go on for ages. Yeah, that have really a very limited attention span. But yeah, other things that I sort of j- jump out at me that look quite exciting. Uh, Toy Story Four, obviously. Four. Now yeah. that I'm going to see it, obviously. Yeah, but that that could that could go wrong. Yeah, I think. I'm not sure if we talked we, we talked about that or it might yeah, have been last week when you went here. We talked about Toy Story Four, but yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm excited for it because I've watched all the other ones, but um, just I don't know. It's a very difficult one of whether whether or not to leave it or to carry on with it. Well, how long can they go on for? Really? Well, this is going to be the last one for I'm, definite, a hundred percent. I always thought three would be the last one. Yeah, I think it would have been better if three was the last one. Yeah, yeah. I think it was last week so we were talking about sort of the way they played it with releasing the. Um, uh, the third one in um, 2010, if you consider the first one was released in 96, because of how it wow. worked, and sort of because it sort of charted the proper progression of people's lives. Yeah, that so is if you had been the age of Andy in the first one, you would have been the age of Andy when you watched the third one. Ah, I like but, that. Yes, yeah, so like I don't know that. what they can do. Because obviously, Andy's in it at all. It'll be what happened as a result of the um, person. I can't remember what the girl's called who gets no, the toys no. at the end of Toy Story 3, but I presume it'll be about her. I think it's got some interesting people in it. It has Key and Peel in it. And I love Key and Peele. Yeah, and it's also got Keanu Reeves in an unspecified I role. I love Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Speaking of Keanu Reeves, have you ever watched Point Break? Uh, only the tiny bit in Hot Fuzz. It is true, true, very true. Yeah, I just remembered that. But a fun fact about that. Hit me. Um, the most, ex- <clears throat> the, the, apparently the hardest scene they filmed in um, Hot, Fuzz. Hot Fuzz was the scene where they're watching Point Break. <laughs> because they had to get the permission from so many different people to put the seat to put the thing in. <laughs> Point break, honestly. There's a bit where you know there's a bit where they show all the all the front covers of loads of different DVDs. Yeah. Apparently that was Edgar Wright's hardest bit to film because he had to get the rights from all the people who had made the films to display their artwork in his film. I imagine his films are quite tricky to make just because of the amount of pop culture references he likes to put in. <laughs> like, I would say more like the the sort of the cutting thing he does where it's sort of you know the bit where in all of his in sort of especially in well, it's in all of the Cornetta trilogy where yeah. they're sort of moving very quickly, like when they're pouring all the pints. Mm. I imagine that'd be quite difficult to film. But yeah, but yeah. he kind of he kind of came up with that sort of style, yeah. didn't he? I really like it. I think yeah. he's probably one of my favourite directors. I'd say. But you still haven't seen Spaced, have you? 
No, I've seen a bit. I thought oh, I was talking about space. But everyone keeps racking around in space. Yeah, just watch space. It's so yeah. short and easy. It's just a fun little thing. But yeah, Point Break is. It must be what I was. I think I was. I can't remember who I was with, it was a year or two ago, and they, they asked for some really random reason, like, what 90s cringy films do you have? I was like, I'll tell you what's a good 90s film. <laughs> Watch Point Break, it's an absolute classic. Is cringy? Not cringy, but it is like the most absurdly 90s film you Aren't can get. Are they remaking that, or have they already done it? Oh, they have remade it. I imagine that's terrible. You watched it? No, but it does look terrible and does sound it as well. Yeah. <laughs> but the original it. Point Break is great. It's like Keanu Reeves, I think it's Patrick Swayze. Yeah. It's some girl with short hair that just looks so cool. And it's just, it's, it's such great fun. And Keanu Reeves is just ridiculous in it. He is just, he's just him, isn't he? He's yeah. just him in everything. Is he in Speed as well? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. What, I quite like that film, to be fair. <laughs> it's one of my guilty pleasures of films. It's, it's I'd really love good. to just be an actor where you can just play yourself and everyone's happy with it. Like Ryan Gosling, he just plays himself and he's yeah. great at it. <laughs> yeah, other things sort of coming out that I thought were... these are One thing I'm, I'm excited for is Zombieland 2. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be really good. It's got the whole supporting cast coming back from the first Except one. for? No. From what I read, I think it's all of them, isn't it? Is it not? I was going to say Bill Murray. Oh, yeah, probably not. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. But I noticed it, did, it came out exactly 10 years ago um, ne- when it's going to come out. It came mm. in 2009, next one, How did the first Zombieland finish? They got to the, whatever the theme, <clears throat> theme park's called. The theme park, yeah. I can't remember what it's called. I've, I've watched it ages ago. But yeah, it's got um, Jesse Eisenberg coming back, Woody Harrelson. Um, Wait, how old was Jesse it? Eisenberg in the first one? Uh, probably not that old. Probably t- early 20s. And now is he early 30s? Well, yeah, it was 10 years ago. Yeah. Oh, he he does not age, does it? No, <laughs> he's in your favorite. He's in your uh, sort of yeah. Jesse Eisenberg, great. I love him. Apart from apparently in uh, Batman vs Superman, which I haven't seen. Oh, he plays Lex really Luthor, yeah, doesn't he? Really bad. Mm. Um, some other things that sort of did jump out at me, sort of interesting, is have you heard they're remaking Men in Black? I have not, but I was thinking about Men in Black earlier when we mentioned Wilson. Yeah, <laughs> they are remaking it, and it ha- it's called Men in Black International, and it has as the two main uh, Men in Black. Is um, well, not one man. man in, the man in black is Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> that should be all right. Yeah, who after watching in Bad Times at the El Royale, I'm really excited. Which now. I still haven't oh, seen. So, I, honestly, I was looking up some actor the other so day. So good in that. And someone I was looking up was in Bad Times at the El Royale. I was like, who was, who was you looking up? I can't remember. I can't remember at all. I think it was someone in The Good Place. I oh, think right. it was Manny Jacinto. Oh, I've no idea. Yeah, it's um, I think he might be a Taiwanese American actor. And yeah, yeah, he he was he was in both. But, yeah, I, I still really need to see that. Yeah. There's uh, so many stuff I'm just going to smash out over Christmas. Mm. Anything to avoid doing work, And really. the woman in black is uh, Tessa Thompson. Oh, is there a man and woman? Yeah. So it's Chris Hemsworth and Tessa yeah. Thompson, who was really good in Creed 2, which I watched last week. Ooh! Talk about Creed a bit. Oh, we you t- must have talked about, about that last, last week. Yeah. But, yeah, really good. Probably the most enjoyable film I watched this year. Not, That's a big not the statement. best film I watched this most, year. Most, most enjoyable, enjoyable is good, though. Oh, it's so good. I think I judge films a bit too heavily on how much I've enjoyed them as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, I just I really enjoyed it, I think. Uh, other, just two more ones I did pick out, sort of things that'll be interesting. Uh, Kingsman prequel called The Great Game. Prequel? Yeah, prequel to Kingsman called Kingsman The Great. It's sort of, you know how it's sort of um, based on the Kingsman, sort of an organisation? Yeah. It's sort of their origins in Victorian England. Because I've only seen the first Kingsman. Yeah, so have I. I've never seen the second one. What's the second one? Secret Service? Uh, No, first one's Kingsman Secret Service, second one's Kingsman The Golden Circle. Oh, yeah, yeah. It brings in the American bit called something else. Has that got Chris Chris Hemsworth in, the second one? Uh, I believe it, maybe. 
It has some, some American guy Yeah, I think it. it might do, actually. It's got Jeff Bridges in it, I know that, and Halle Berry's in it. <coughs> Jeff Bridges. He's in bad times at the L- bad time at the L Royale as well. Oh, they they just they, uh, these American actors are just they're just killing it all the time. They're not a film. <laughs> He's really good in that as well, actually. And the final one I just wanted to bring a little bit of attention to is um, uh, Jordan Peele's follow up to Get Out. It's not a sequel, but it's a follow up, sort of a social uh, horror called Us. Now that interests me. What, what's what's going on? with There's that? not really any plot details. Really, nothing. Just apparently, it's going to be in the very similar vein to Get Out and a social horror. Oh, I did. I did. I can never stress how much I did love Get Out. Yeah. <laughs> One thing we definitely need to talk about, and I'm sorry to put you on the spot here. I was going to text this to you earlier, but I completely forgot to do it. Don't worry about before it. Before we finish, obviously, this is our last show of the year, as I've mentioned a couple of times. So, favourite film of the year? Favourite film of the year? I, I'll t- talk about mine first if I want to give you time to think. Yeah, knock yourself so out. So, I'm going to go, and I've watched a lot of films this year, and I've enjoyed a great deal. I don't think I've watched a film this year that I wouldn't, I haven't. There's no, there's no film this year where there was no, no really good redeeming features of, of sort of films I did enjoy. But I think ultimately it's going to have to be Black Clansman. I think Black Clansman's probably my favourite film of the year. I think the way they sort of... That's great you said that. That just reminded me what mine was. <laughs> the way they did it, sort of just the sort of social commentary was good. The sort of hit the actor... Um, uh, was, it's the son of Denzel Washington. I can't remember what his first name is. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> but I think he is going to go on to do very good things. And I think it's John David Washington or something. But he's going to go on to be the uh, the other the supporting cast are amazing. Did you never feel Black Klansman was a little too hyped up? Or no, I don't think it was really because I remember looking forward to it. I, I mean, don't get me wrong, it was really fun, and yeah. it was it was like it was just like a cool film. It, yeah. was, it was it was a really fun little thing to go see. But yeah. I, I watched quite. A, it's one of them you just... I think I might have watched a few too many trailers for. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, no, I wrote an entire article about it before I actually watched it, and I really still enjoyed it. What was the general feedback of critics? I think it was pretty highly rated. Yeah. I don't think it'll get any Oscar buzz, maybe, for something. A bit, but I don't think it's going to <laughs> A bit, it. something. I don't think it'll be... It's not going to get Best Picture or something, but I don't know. I best think Popular, <laughs> as if they were ever going to have that category. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I think, ultimately, in the situation, I'm going to go for... Uh, my favourite film of, the, of 2018 is Black Landsman. <laughs> All right, my favourite film, pretty easy one, is obviously Blind Spotting. A film you've hyped up to no end on this very <laughs> Blind podcast. Spotting is ridiculous, and I know Josh still hasn't seen it because he would have told me how good it was. <laughs> but Blind Spotting, it's got David Diggs, who I believe is in Hamilton, and the other main guy, can't remember his name. But they're not really big, that big actors, but they are just the mo- putting the most amazing performances. There's bits of spoken word, there's bits of rap. It's so much talk about social inequality and just the general scene in america right now they've got bits about gun crime just about crime in general it's just unreal it just puts you through an emotional roller coaster it's just amazing and i just can't stress how much people love it it got barely any release in the uk which is kind of sad and it probably won't get much buzz at the oscars but it is honestly just just an unreal piece of filmmaking and you still haven't seen it have you josh i haven't no <laughs> but it will be something i will check out at some point but yeah i think i think it's very telling actually sort of we don't have much time to talk about this but i think it's quite telling the fact we've both picked films from this year <clears throat> who that deal with a lot of social issues and i think that has been maybe a theme for this year oh yeah definitely ever since trump got in yeah ev- every everything is trying to get at him <laughs> but no i don't think like there are other like um another one that would be a good one to add to that sort of thing was um <clears throat> The Hate You Give, which yeah, I saw. Of course. And I, that one was, it was, I liked, I think that was my, prob- my main problem was it, the fact that it was two films trying to be one film. Yeah. You had the social commentary, which was really good. And then you had the sort of high school thing that I didn't really, didn't really gel with me. 
But I don't know. I think I think it is telling that we've both picked social commentary films. What do you think the general feel for films next year and the coming years will be? Do you think they'll stick remakes, with the whole yeah sequels remakes? It always is though, isn't it? It's always just cash cows. They want to pump as much money out of i think they do i think there have been some good films this year though that have been broken the mold yeah widows is really good yeah which i'd I'd really recommend that (laughs) in terms of films assassination nation as well was pretty decent yeah yeah i i I did really like um what was the walking phoenix one i saw don't worry he won't escape on foot yeah something like that yeah that was a very he won't get far on foot yeah that was a really sweet thing and it was a very very true story about a cartoonist in a wheelchair who yeah. made some th- crude cartoons but having said that though i think there are some there was definitely a case for some, one of the best films i saw this year was infinity war yeah infinity that war was, really was well. wild i think yeah and also, have you seen the new, actually we won't have time to talk but that was one of the things i want to talk about the trailer for the, the new captain one. marvel one no the trailer for the new avengers oh is it a new and event it's got a name as well the what sequel it? to infinity war Oh right. oh, right. Have you not heard what the name is? No, no. I won't spoil it for you. You can watch the trailer. <laughs> but you watch the trailer. Is that the one with Captain Marvel? or is that... Yeah, she'll be in it as well. She'll, yeah. she'll be in it, yeah. But yeah. Which people always forget, Captain Marvel be, being a woman. Yeah. <laughs> someone mentioned that to someone the other day. And obviously I got tricked into the whole thing. They'd been asked if Captain Marvel was a guy. They said yes. And they went, what do you think of Captain Marvel? And I said, oh, I don't know about, much about him. And obviously they were like, ha, he thought she <laughs> she was a guy as well. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, I think that's probably time for us to get out of here. Yeah, we should head off. I hope you've enjoyed it this year, guys. Yep, we have-ish. Yeah, it's been really good, <laughs> and I really hope we do get to come back. Uh, if you want to listen to any of our previous shows, you can find them on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you get podcasts. Spotify is the impressive one. I don't know how we got on there. You can follow us on <laughs> uh, Facebook, The Final Cut, or follow us on Twitter, at The Final Cut MCR. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you.